0: is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Here we
1: are another day and more to talk about here on KGMI Connects. We hope you'll join our conversation. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. Whatever's on your mind, whatever your take on current events or what have you, your call is welcome. You'll be able to express yourself. And uh, we won't waste any time. We got uh, Majid on the line to get us started out of the gate here this afternoon. Hi, Majid. Hi, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Good to hear from you. I was in Kazne. You know Kazne? 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 Kazne.
2: It's not Gaza. It's Gaza,
1: Gaza, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Let's pronounce. Like I said before, let's pronounce the countries the right way. It's not Gaza. It's not gas or anything. It's Gazé. Remember,
1: I haven't. I've Number never heard one. it pronounced Gaza. Uh...
2: <laughs> of course you didn't. Even right. the military, our military doesn't know. <laughs> They go there. They, you know, demolish. They do this and that, but we can't even pronounce the name.
1: Well, Isn't I think you, ha- I think you have to be fair that uh, the United States has not sent military forces or uh, to Gaza. Okay, they
2: will. They will. Well, okay, let me just remember. Maybe you didn't I don't believe know. me, did you? What I told you, if you give that six billion, it's going to go toward something evil.
1: Well, now okay. Iran has now not.
2: You're gonna tell me, I know. You're going to tell me now they stopped it. But, you know, Qatar <laughs> is going to give it to Iran. Don't worry. They already spent half of it.
1: So you think number six, one. $6 billion is enough to uh, destabilize an entire region is, of the planet?
2: At least there is enough to get okay. some rockets. To get some things going, believe me.
1: Well, it's those not people, like was Iran. Gaza, it's but but I mean, Majid, you have to you have to admit. I, I mean, it's not Gaza,
2: this... those people are already dying from starvation.
1: Sure. Yeah. Okay. I know. Now
2: that Yahoo, that Yahoo, whatever you call it, is he already stopped the uh, electricity, food, gas, and everything on those right.
1: people? Uh-huh.
2: Right. They got nothing to spend. Those people. Israel has bombed has every technology from United States. Mm-hmm. What is Gaza? They have nothing. They got rock to throw. Okay? This is how it is. This is the Christianity or Judaism. Let's kill the Muslim. Huh? What is that going to bring us? Inflation is going to bring the gas prices up as of tomorrow. Uh, food, food is going to go off again, everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get on the radio again and talk to you about it, unless something happens, just like Biden instigated this, he better de-escalate it. Because otherwise World War III is going to start. Okay? It okay. says in the Quran, it says in uh, Bible, World War III will start in Middle East. Okay? Okay? Yeah. We better de-escalate this fast or we are in trouble, buddy.
1: Well, remember how how, so, how would you suggest this be de-escalated?
2: De-escalated. America has to go. Biden has to talk to B- Yahoo,
3: <laughs>
2: you know, Netanyahu, mm-hmm. to stop this, bring his aggravation, bring his anger down, or we're going to have trouble. We're going to have trouble in Middle East. We're going to have trouble in America, okay? There are a lot of yeah. Arabs here. There are a lot of now Majid, uh, Muslims here. Let me even l- let China. Me, okay, fifteen let me, percent of oh, Chinese I, are Muslim too.
1: I yeah, and I don't I don't dispute your your contention that we need to de-escalate this as quickly as possible. Although that's yes. that's difficult. I mean, when you think about it, and I'm I scared. I'm I'm, sympath- I'm sympathetic to what to the plight of the Palestinians and how they've been treated over. Uh, generations now, and how the, how the people in Gaza have suffered.
2: Israel, they Israel are. Has I only mean, ten million and, with a lot of power behind them because of America. Okay, right. Why? Well, they uh, yes, Why? we have because, been staunch supporters. Israel has money, and money influences America. A lot of Jews in America. They are all bankers, lawyers. There is a lot of money in this country from Jews.
1: Okay. Right. Right.
2: Why not be backing Jews up because they have money.
1: No, Israel. If, Is, Is, Israel has now Majid. Money, Majid. We would have backed can them I, up so Majid. fast you wouldn't believe. Majid. Can I? It's can, all I about can I? Money, can I? Can I say something, Majid? Can I? Can of I talk course. for a minute? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, Israel has not been our ally simply because there are a, a lot of wealthy Jews in the United States. They've been a staunch ally in that region. Now for for good or for or for bad, I mean, uh, I and once again, I think that the Palestinians have gotten the short end of the stick throughout this whole process. I mean, for as I said, for generations, and the people have suffered terribly, especially in Gaza.
2: Mistake. Those People, Joe, now, they made a mistake because they're well, frustrated.
1: But now they, are, they are now. But then they
2: broke the door. They Majid. broke the bar to go through their border. Why? Because they're hungry.
1: The people, the people, the people, you
2: know, and and Israel is stopping. Okay. Okay. Stopping Majid. All right, all, right, all
1: right. Well, I know Majid, but you know, you have to, uh, now, now Israel, Israel Never
2: have a heart.
1: Well, I do. I do Majid. I do have a heart. And I, I carry very, That's I God. care very much about the Somebody people does. of, of Gaza. Uh, however, they're being held I mean, I, I think it's fair to say they're they're being held hostage by Hamas, a, 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 a group. Well, it's going to get worse
2: on, uh-huh. unless Biden does something instead of instigating. Don't give money. Don't instigate.
1: Well, I go think there, sit I down think, and
2: talk to that guy. Tell okay, him to Majid. Right All right.
1: Away. Well, I think the okay, Majid. Appreciate your call, but I think that the the, the the amount of armament that Hamas has accumulated and has used in this attack. Uh, this took quite some time for them to get a hold of that it didn't just happen within the last few weeks since uh, or the uh, the uh, prisoner deal that we made with Iran and uh, agreed to release the six billion dollars which is still being held now by the United States and Qatar and it has not been released to Iran <laughs> so that I, I find that contention that uh, the six billion dollars uh, is it had, has sparked. Uh, and, and encouraged Hamas to make this uh, launch this attack into Israel, which has caused such su- suffering uh, both uh, in Israel and among the pop of uh, the population of Gaza, which now is um, they are they are the ones that they're suffering uh, and, and I mean, and then to, for Netanyahu to just say, okay, well, we won't retaliate, I mean, is that realistic? Because then he's, you know, acquiescing to this, this attack and just saying, okay, we're going to roll over and, and uh, not uh, retaliate. As much as, it, you know, it'd be nice to see, uh, to, to not have violent uh, response to violence, um, it's not I don't think it's a real ex, realistic expectation but um all right that's what Majid has for us today let's go to Rich in Ferndale hi rich
4: how's it going joe uh,
1: doing alright i
4: i generally agree with majid i don't didn't quite follow some of his uh theories on the thing in israel i mean we
1: it was we've su- many yes yeah, kind of a winding uh yeah mind.
4: i couldn't quite figure it out but aid to israel was far more money in the past it was a regular line item budget until 2003 or something and then netanyahu asked for that to be stopped that was part of their uh modernization and when he was finance minister under your uh uh prime minister that you like he he worked with that guy for like five six years before he became prime minister again and he asked to shut off that money because he said that money is not allowing us to innovate, it's making us complacent and slow, and that, that's free things do that to everybody. If you, if everyone got lots of free money, we would be less productive because you don't have to work. You don't have the need to do things. So, you know, we've helped in a lot of conflicts and wars, and we're going to have to help in this. I mean, hopefully the United Nations does something, but I sometimes wonder if the United Nations is just kind of a talking head that doesn't really do anything. seems like we're always the muscle behind them.
1: Yeah, well, the U.N. is, uh, you know, if we think the the U.S. House is dysfunctional, the U.N. is... Uh,
4: they are bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Politics is very dysfunctional. This is an important moment, though. I hope that Gaza is, you know, they find them up and root them out as quick as they can. And I think quicker is better to get it over with and just get rid of them somehow. And it's not going to be nice. It's going to be messy. And I worry about our hostages, but I don't know if there's any anything you can do about it or maybe send in special forces covertly or something. It's very complicated. That is just a, a very bad deal. And like Majid said, world war three, I have those thoughts too. I don't know. Hopefully nothing else happens, but everybody better keep their eyes peeled and and watch what's going on because didn't the retired Hamas guy call for some stupid global jihad tomorrow or something? Friday the 13th. I heard some talk about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I you know, it could be BS.
4: I hope it's not true, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, really. But well, I and then t- how how do you uh, eradicate a group like Hamas which is entrenched in Gaza? It's the, it's the ruling uh uh entity and it's not like you you know send special forces in to take out a couple of leaders it's more of uh, i mean it, it's it's part of the fabric it seems of, well, uh, I wonder, of at how least did that part of palestine
4: how did the palestinians allow hamas to be so entrenched and be there so long i mean is this have they had a terrorist type hold on that place for decades
1: well, Hamas, and, in it, essence, you know, could, because the Palestinian Authority was the political controller of of the Palestinian uh, territories, yeah, the West Bank and the, and Gaza. But then, Hamas, I believe it was by force, uh, took over in uh, you know the during the George W. Bush administration.
4: So they've been in somewhat physical power for fifteen years,
1: something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh,
4: that's a that of should Gaza. Some, of somebody Gaza. Somebody should have stopped that.
1: And you know, Mahmoud Abbas, they're, they're can, uh, Mahmoud Abbas, and the Palestinian Authority continues to uh, control, if there is such a thing, the the West Bank. But um,
4: there'll be a parking lot soon, I think. And well, I don't know. Maybe that's the only way. It's tell the people, hey, we're going to level it. Get out. And if you can't get out, well, at least we'll know everybody's gone and there's no Hamas there anymore. I don't know.
1: Well, it's brutal billion, war. Yeah.
4: You think you think about World War II and the decision to drop that bomb in Japan or the two bombs. That had to be just the most horrifying thing to even think of, but it did stop the war. I mean, it's horrific in and of itself. I don't know; war is a messy business and seems like it never really goes away.
1: Yeah, well, that's for sure. All right, Rich, thanks Have for a your good call. Day, too. You too. Well, take a quick break. Be back with more. We got uh, other folks on the line. We hope to hear from you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four.
5: You've earned your retirement and you're ready to fully embrace it. So why not do it with style at Meadowgreens Retirement? You'll enjoy active, independent living with amenities like the library lounge, wellness program, and expansive social calendar. Indulge in three daily meals made from scratch, get pampered at the on-site salon, and join in for Friday night socials. Meadow Greens is active retirement. The only locally owned retirement facility in the county with one and two bedroom apartments with full kitchens available. Offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a meal at the Outward Nine or the Duck Hook Bistro. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living.
1: Hi, I'm Josh Howe, director here at Meadow Greens. I'd like to personally invite you to come to our community. I look forward to showing you all that we have to offer. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354 8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens.
6: At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future.
7: This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call The Upside. Bellingham-based Excel
8: Pacific recently received the top rating among large companies in the 2023 ranking of Washington's Best Workplaces. The honorees were chosen through a survey conducted by Quantum Workplace, a national research firm for the Puget Sound Business Journal. Excel Pacific recognizes their importance of their employees in multiple ways, including after-work celebrations of success, milestone anniversary gifts, and a 4 401k program with a matching contribution that doesn't have a cap on the employee salary. Founded in 1989, Excel Pacific is recognized as an industry leader in commercial mixed use and residential construction throughout the PNW.
5: The Upside is brought to you by R.B. Wick and Bellingham Coin Shop. Stop by today for a free coin or antique evaluation. 1806 Cornwall, one block south of Bellingham High School or at
9: BellinghamCoin.com. If you have good news to report, email it to us at the upside at Cascaderadiogroup.com. The Seahawks are back at home on Sunday, October 22nd against the division rival Arizona Cardinals and we want to send you to Lumen Field with two tickets to cheer on the Hawks. It's easy to enter. Just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then fill out a registration form and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Hawks host the Cardinals on October 22nd. Sweepstakes live until October 20th at 10 a.m. One entry per person. Find details and enter at this station's website. Go Hawks!
0: we're taking your calls live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464 Appreciate you
1: joining us here on this thursday afternoon right back to the phones we go and just uh i want to just look up here um how big the gaza it has been known as the gaza strip of gaza or gaza that's uh, Majid. But uh, 25 miles long, it's uh, 3.7 to 7.5 miles wide. So we're not talking about a large uh, geographic area that is uh, crammed with uh, some 2.3 million people. Let's go to Tom in Bellingham. Hi, Tom.
7: Joe Teehan, the wisest man on the radio, apart from Rich from Ferndale. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know about it's that. It's <laughs> It's gaze Gaze? Gaze? Okay. okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why not? Okay. But yet we can make, but what we, he can make fun of the last name of Netanyahu. Didn't you, didn't you hear that? Yeah. I used to enjoy Majid's called. I don't anymore. Okay. Okay. Really? He gave us an alternative view on, you know, the American experience. I, you know, it was cool. I think he showed his true colors here tonight. Okay. And I think I'll just end it there in uh, regards to the FCC and common decency.
1: All Joe, right. Keep all on right the work. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it.
7: Well, and, and uh, yeah, I
1: um, all right. Well, let's just keep on plowing through our calls here. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim.
10: Hey Joe, how are you today? I'm all right. Well, I'd like to follow up on yesterday, although it's uh, uh, some of the same stuff. I'm reading from, not actually reading right now. <clears throat> Politics of anti-Semitism. A nice little book you can get on internet at Amazon or wherever. If you don't like Amazon, you can still read the okay. the, the relevant article that I'm bringing up. Jeffrey Blankfort, B L A N K F O R T. He is a Jewish man. His the name of the article is the Israel Lobby and the Left. Okay, so. Uh, you know how much I talk about Noam Chomsky, don't you? Oh, yeah. So here's what he's actually giving a little bit of criticism of Noam Chomsky, because uh, we're all fallible, including the people I uh, like. He says that the problem is not so much that Chomsky has been wrong on the um, power of the Israeli lobby. He has, after all, been right on many other things, particularly uh, manipulating of our minds uh, through public consciousness to serve the state. Uh, So then he goes on and says uh, U.S. presidents used to challenge Israel on expansion of settlements. Bush Sr. proclaimed one time, that's George Herbert Walker Bush, that 1,000 Jewish lobbyists are on Capitol Hill against little old me. And it goes on to say it would prove to be his epitaph. And then Bush Jr., George W. Bush was upset a little bit about the uh, troops in Janine, the Israeli army and troops in Janine, uh, uh, Palestine. He said, enough is enough. This is, I don't want this anymore. And so George Will, famous conservative uh, author, and William Sapphire, same. Sapphire said he pushed Bush into a minefield of mistakes and he had become a wavering ally, ally as Israel fights for survival. So then Bush Jr. got the message and declared, Sharon to be a man of peace. Since then, as Robert Fiske and many have noted, Sharon seems to be writing Bush's speeches. So uh, Israel does get, at this point in time, early 2000s, gets $6 billion in aid to Israel per year. And so the point that Jeffrey Blankford is essentially making is it's not so much, it is the U.S. wanting a battleship to uh, have uh, influence in the Middle East but it's much more the uh, very wealthy Jewish uh, lobby that uh, got people like Cynthia McKinney uh, primaried and defeated when she even mentioned anything about the Palestinians, same with Ike Hilliard. So a couple more things. I'll do it fast. Real fast. Yes, you have to remember that al-Qaeda and ISIS, who Dennis Prager is maligning, why and when were they created, Uh, you know, They didn't just have, they haven't been around forever. They mostly after our interference in the Gulf War and continuing uh, in uh, supporting Israel mainly. And then the hate crimes in our country, you know, uh, it's not the hate crimes, the shooting of the synagogue in Pennsylvania, a lot of them, there's very little of that. That's coming from socialists, a real socialist. Uh, We're the, we're the underdog. So thanks for letting me talk. I'll, I'll stay
1: on if you want me to respond. All right, Jim. Well, appreciate your call. Um, and, And you know, that, that uh, Jewish lobbyists or Israeli lobbyists in Washington, D.C. would influence. Sure, there are. I'm certain of it. But Israel has—I think it makes it, it makes sense that we would support an ally in the Middle East, which Israel has been a staunch ally of the United States in that region. Um, I, there are any number of reasons why we would continue our support for Israel that— uh, I it I mean and even in our support for Israel as becoming a nation. I mean the the trauma of uh, European Jews during the war during World War Two. I mean um, this was a, a catalyst that uh, helped create helped create the mood that the, around the world that uh, that there should be uh, a place that uh, where where the Jewish people could feel safe and that we would support that. Um, and I'm just, this is, I, I'm not speaking from any learned position, but from a practical position, just looking at the situation and having watched what's happened over the years, uh, what's happening in that region. Now, has the Israeli government always acted um, as, as the best it could? Hardly, I would say. And as I told Majid, I think the Palestinian people have been mistreated. And that um, Israel has been very heavy-handed in dealing with them, and the settlements. All these things are—they've—they uh, haven't helped the situation in any way, shape, or form. I don't think they've helped Israel to advance these settlements and to encroach further and further on what the Palestinians consider to be their territory and what could be their sovereign state, were there to be a two-state solution. At the same time, those encroachments, I don't think, uh, justify uh, the uh, the the violence that we saw, or uh, violence in general. Um, but uh, just some thoughts here as we continue our discussion. Let's go to uh, Alan over on Lemmy Island. Hi, Alan.
3: Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately, for me, you just took a lot of my speaking points. <laughs> well,
1: that's all right. Tell us what you're thinking.
3: Well, um, basically, I was calling uh, to—this is a call from Majid. Um, I understand, and I I support, and I respect his intellect. Um, Yeah, it's been, what, 70 years' um, struggle uh, between Israel and um, Palestine? And, you know, I— I'd kind of like to to see uh, everything, all this, you know, killing doesn't solve any problems. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And, you know, and so, but anyway, um, this has been a long problem. I think uh, Israel was created uh, by the English um, after World War II, maybe out of guilt, But anyway, uh, I kind of lost it, so I'll let you go. Right. Okay.
1: Well, Alan, I appreciate your thoughts, and I—I I mean, in, you know, the British did control that territory. Um, I don't know that it, you know Britain can be blamed for creating Israel because it was a UN uh, resolution that created and uh, granted the, this this country, in essence, to uh, to uh, the. Jewish people, um, uh, but uh, well, it, it is it's a it's a very complicated situation. That's for certain, and um, the, that ongoing uh, you know, killing and and back and forth war and um, uh, destruction of homes and uh, it's it's not leading to anything. You got to think that, uh, I mean, Hamas striking out like this, it they think it shows strength and it does to a degree when they can surprise israel to this degree and um and inflict this kind of uh, horrific damage uh at the same time though it does not serve the palestinian people because they're the, the ones who will suffer and are suffering right now um it was the israelis and and that suffering continues obviously but now it's the um that the uh, the uh, those living in Gaza who are uh, under the direct uh, attack. So this hasn't really served anyone. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more here on KGMi Connects. We want to hear from you. As always, 360-676-5464.
6: Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866 866- 733
1: it's the 39th Annual Deming Log Show Oktoberfest this Friday and Saturday. Enjoy live music, dancing, delicious Bavarian food, beer stein hoisting contests, and of course, a beer garden. Plus, take home a beer stein. The Deming Oktoberfest is a fundraiser for busted-up loggers who've been injured on the job. Admission is just 15 bucks. There's free, dry, RV, and tent camping, and hookups available on site. Don't miss the 39th Annual Oktoberfest this Friday and Saturday, a 21 and older event on Cedarville Road in Deming, just off the Mount Baker Highway.
8: Have you found PNW Perks yet? You're gonna want to because these deals are for real. PNW Perks, your fast track to incredible deals from the best businesses in Northwest Washington. New deals go live every Thursday at 8 a.m. One new deal every week. Sorry, if you're hearing this, it means this week's deal is now sold out. But you can go to PMWperks.com right now to preview our next fabulous offer all weekly deals are half off adulting can be hard so let cascade radio group save you money want to go to a favorite local restaurant how about being able to buy a 50 dollars gift certificate for just 25 bucks you can with pnw perks new dining deals deals on experiences and other incredible offers go live every thursday at 8 a.m from the best businesses in northwest washington deals are limited then go fast this week's deal is now sold out go to this station's website or check out pmwperks.com for a preview of what you'll save next week pmwperks.com a cascade radio group presentation
0: live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464
1: thanks for joining us here on this thursday let's go to robert in bellingham hi robert
11: Hello. Um, This is maybe a different perspective, but I think one aspect of the problem that doesn't get talked about very much has to do with the lack of land in that area and growing populations, growing populations and growing demand on resources and land. Because, like you mentioned, the Gaza Strip is only... Very small, it's not much bigger than within the city limits of Bellingham for land area. And Israel itself is only about, uh, it's under 8,000 square miles, which is about the same as three counties here in western Washington. So it isn't even as large as our state of Washington. Yet millions of people have been fighting over that land, for all these years and Israel's population is growing of course because a lot of persecuted people have been moving there from other areas like Russia and then the Palestinians were there to begin with earlier and it's kind of like they're fighting over a small piece of land and there's lots of more it's it's a it's a fertile area that There's not that much land on this planet, when you think about it, that is good to live on, good farmland or whatever. Israel has you know, that area by the Mediterranean, but it's pretty small. But when you think about like Egypt, most of that land is desert. Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia, the same way. And there just isn't the water or the soils to support people. And Egypt, I think it has close to a million population, a hundred million population. And they all live along the Nile River pretty much. Much of the rest of the land isn't usable. And it's a lot of people crammed into a small place without that much water. And I have a feeling that as the world gets too crowded, it 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 causes more fighting between different factions and mm-hmm. groups as people well, dig in, you know, fundamentalism, and they dig into their tribalism. Uh, I'm yeah. afraid that that could be getting worse. I'm hoping that we learn to reduce population or demand and realize that that that's part of the equation
3: too
1: yeah or uh, yeah it, 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 to to control the population i would say that the 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 amount of of human beings on the planet yeah i think is cuz yeah this could uh, be how i mean could be a pretty bleak future for our 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 species if uh, we do continue to overcrowd our planet that's true. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate your call. And, uh, yeah, I mean, put, put in perspective, this size of, of, uh, just the, the size of the geographical size of the area we're talking about here. It's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, let's go to, uh, John and Everson. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Um, I got a
12: question for you, and I don't know if you've ever been asked this question. I have never heard anyone ask you this question. Mm. um, do you do you have any life insurance?
1: Do I personally? I, I don't yeah. know why that's relevant. Why?
12: Well, it's 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 relevant, and uh, people buy it and and so forth. But um, I was just wondering because one of these days um, things are going to happen, and I don't know when. But um, I have a life insurance. Policy that I never had to pay for, and uh, it's ongoing. <laughs> and so, okay. I mean, it, it is uh, you know, uh, it's amazing in itself. But you know, I, that's why I was asking you about life insurance. But the next question I got: Okay, do you know what the rapture is? Uh,
1: well, I, I, yes, I understand what the rapture. Yeah, is or would be, I guess.
12: What do you, What is your interpretation?
1: Uh, it's where those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior are taken into heaven, and the rest of us uh, burn in hell. <laughs> Something to that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, to, in a nutshell, isn't that it? Well,
12: it, it is, but it isn't. Um okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, but that's, I'm. A, uh, I'm amazed uh, that you knew that much. I mean, okay. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know you very well, and, and you don't know me. But I, um, it's it's amazing. A lot of people do not believe in it, of course. But you know, do you think it's possible?
1: I don't know. It's uh, I, I. It's it. It's not part of my belief system, I guess, per se. But that doesn't mean that I want to dictate that to you or say that it shouldn't be yours.
12: <laughs> well, it, it, it's mine, but okay. uh, I don't. I, I, I don't dictate it. But I tell people, I says, you know, it's one of the biggest events that this world will ever know. If, and it, well, if yeah, it's if not it'd... that. And it's not that far away, you know. And, um, you know, you don't have to believe it, but when you see it, you'll believe it. Oh, okay, John. <laughs> I mean, you know, now, now I'm just, I'll, I'll give you one example, okay? Okay. The people back in Noah's days, you know, never seen rain. And, you know, Noah preached to them for 120-some years, and the only converts he got was his own family. But it did happen and you know this rapture thing is gonna to happen too. But a lot of people scoff at it, laugh at it, this and that, but you know what? It will happen. But okay. if you ever wanna hear some good stuff on this, you know, you, you know, I I am not a preacher or anything like that, but okay. I tell you, I can I can point you to some good preachers out there that can explain this thing to you. And okay. you know you don't have to believe it. All right, you John. will see it. All right. All thanks
1: right. for your call. Great. Appreciate it. You bet. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and, and, you know, good luck to you on that. I uh, Okay. Let's go to John in Ferndale quick before we take a break. Hi, John.
13: Hey, Joe. Uh, that was bone-chilling. I mean, sir, uh, when you when you ask someone, do you have life insurance, you know, and then let it hang like that, That's almost like, uh, you know, you're making a threat. You know, I know maybe he didn't, he didn't mean it that, that way, but yeah, a lot of us were like, uh-oh, what is he going to say? Is he going to make a threat against Joe? Well, um, I, I, but anyway, the Palestinian yeah. people, right, mm-hmm. uh, Ham- Hamas was, was uh, uh, duly elected, right, when they had elections 17 years ago, and then once they took over, they said, no more elections. Who does that remind you of? Um, you know, and and uh, I I think a big part of the problem, Joe, is the Likud party, the ones that assassinated Yitzhak Rabin. You know, and they don't want peace, and they don't like like the pal- like the like Hamas says the pal- that, that that Israel does not have the right to exist, but the Likud party in Israel they say the Palestinians don't have a right to exist. And I, I just, you know, do you remember, it's been 20 years now since uh, Rachel Corey was killed. She stood in front of a bulldozer. They were yeah. doing a campaign where they, you know, over a thousand homes in the in the Gaza Strip were demolished. And she gave her life for what she believed. And I remember thinking, man,
1: she's from I, Olympia, you yeah. know.
13: I just, you know, so the thing is, and it's just one. Like it's been going on for so long, and a lot of us are aghast. But the thing is, Joe, at this moment now, I stand with Israel, and at this moment now, um, you know, Hamas, anyone who doesn't denounce them is is for forever. You know, go ahead and dig your own grave because this kind of barbarism and I, I i won't even let myself like i started watching uh a, a, watch the nbc stuff they showed the bloody aftermath but there's videos because these monsters put gopro helmets on and you know the thing um um the first color uh, uh, Majid um i always mess his name up because I, I, I had trouble yeah. remembering but Majid okay machine the Palestinians apparently have more than rocks. Apparently, they've got powered, uh, you know, paragliders, and uh, they've all got auto, automatic weapons, and like I said, GoPros, and they're outfitted. and Let's not for, forget that has that, that, that Hamas met with, uh, like the Russians met with them twice over the course of this year. It'd be interesting to see what kind of weapons and what kind of materials they have and uniform stuff and boots and things like that but we'll find out because although there was a huge massive intel failure obviously and that will be gone into what is not helpful now is for is for you know us to be criticizing from the outside what what you know i mean yes nobody wants war crimes and we hope that the israelis are not going to, you know, uh, level the entire place. But now is not the time. And, you know, our okay. former president is out there praising Hamas. Oh, this is this
3: is very smart. This is very smart. You know, it, it just, okay. it's okay. not helpful. And it's not helpful for
13: him to criticize Bibi Netanyahu right now. And I know that Majid doesn't like him. I'm not that fond of him either. But he'll be either, you know, reelected. Or, or kicked out or whatever it's part of their their system and the thing okay. is, so many American Jews masshed are have been totally against the policies of the israeli government
1: well and I yeah and john I, I need to get, uh, take a break here and uh, get some other folks on the line but uh uh yeah I think we have to remember that that uh, there are many Israelis uh, who have uh, been opposed to how its government has treated the Palestinians as there have i'm sure been are Palestinians who Uh, Are not uh, happy with um, what uh, Hamas has done and how they've conducted themselves and what they've brought. Upon them there in Gaza. We'll take a quick break and be back with more here on KGMI Connects, and we'll have time to take your call, 360-676-5464.
6: Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2020? 2024. Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111.
5: Stop by Dewey Griffin Subaru whenever your Subaru needs a quick service and a car wash. Check out Dewey's Express Service Center. It's fast, convenient, and best of all, there's no appointment necessary. Open six days a week, including Saturdays stop by for your next oil change or any other minor maintenance and you'll get a free car wash with any service dewey griffin subaru community-minded and community-driven and the only certified subaru tire and service center in the area
9: The Seahawks are back at home on Sunday, October 22nd against the division rival Arizona Cardinals and we want to send you to Lumen Field with two tickets to cheer on the Hawks. It's easy to enter, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then fill out a registration form and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Hawks host the Cardinals on October 22nd. Sweepstakes live until October 20th at 10 a.m., one entry per person. Find details and enter at this station's website. Go Hawks!
14: Dedicated to Service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to Service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space enrich schoolchildren through education outreach and work as local liaisons to art enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Neater House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Neater House of Luxury 21 Bellwether Way Suite 107 next to Lombardi's patio good friday morning kgmi news time. set your alarms folks we've got a big announcement coming up on the kgmi morning news
15: what happened what happened
14: tune in this friday at 7:20 a.m to hear all the details trust us you won't hear them anywhere else This Friday, October 13th at 7.20 a.m., tune in to KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and streaming everywhere online at KGMI.com.
0: We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. Let's
1: go to Vern in Verndale. Hi, Vern.
15: Hi, Joe. Uh yeah I got I was a little short the other day. I guess you got that that the uh, that Hamas is just the sword and that Iran is actually the arm that's swinging it. And I think this this administration we've got needs to grow a spine. when When Hamas said they were going to start executing uh, hostages, that was a perfect time to go to Iran and tell them, that if any of the hostages got executed, it was time for them to uh start giving up their oil fields and their and their uh nuclear plants, they would have stopped they would have stopped Hamas in the tracks, but right now we're letting Iran run the whole show, and the government is doing nothing to stop it
1: so what a, would our, a, what would what would be the f- Force behind those the 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 threats or the demands that we'd make of Iran. I mean, are we talking well, about? Well, uh,
15: Donald Trump did it. Do you remember that? No, nah, I Donald don't. Trump, well, you you won't remember that, of I course. I don't really
1: remember but, that. No,
15: no. But, well, Donald Trump told Iran that if they harmed a, another hair on a head of an American, when they all these proxy wars were going on over there, that they were going to suffer mightily. And ever since that, until this time. There wasn't anything happening. You have to have a spine somewhere along the line, and those people are the ones that are causing the trouble, their money, and they're sitting back, and they could care less about the Palestinian people as Hamas could care less about them. Anybody in their right minds knew what Israel was going to do if Hamas did what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. So, So you think Hamas cares about the Palestinian people?
1: No, I no, I don't. I don't I, think so. I don't I think mean, so either. Uh, uh, other than just uh, being uh, a tool to use to uh, to you know maintain and, or uh, advance that. And,
15: and what are, and what are they gaining from it? What they're gaining from it is all of the the uh, uh, stuff in the streets now that are 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 on the side of the Palestinians. It's just one more way of of dividing this country or maybe the world. I don't know that's all this, that's all It's causing do you know that donald trump stopped the payments to palestine because they were putting uh a war, uh they were putting trophies or, or money on the head of any american or any jewish person that a uh, palestinian would kill okay donald trump stopped that 4 days into the biden administration he started giving palestinian money again and they're still doing it to this day they got a bounty on your head, my head, and they got a bounty on every Jew's head.
3: Okay. And
15: it, I am I'm, right. I'm telling you, right, if they don't go after Iran and stop this, then it's just gonna continue on and, and Israel's gonna get a bad name because they're gonna kill lots of people. All right. And uh, well, Hamas I, knew
1: that. Well you I think you're right on that that uh the, the issue of dividing because Hamas attacks Israel, commits horrific acts. Everybody, you know, look at the the horror that Hamas has committed. Israel responds, then that's what people see, and it does. it uh, it uh, deepens that divide. That's for certain. And uh, well, let's go to Michelle real quick in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Uh, we lost
16: roughly three thousand people. Uh, during 9-11, and Israel has fewer than 8 million Jewish people living in the nation of Israel. And this is far and away worse on a proportional basis. It would be as though we lost uh, somewhere between 40 and 50,000 people on nine eleven. And I know it's really callous to put numbers to death, because all deaths are terrible. But at the same time, this was truly an incredibly tragic event for Israel. And uh, what I want to say, the point I'm trying to make is that Iran, Hamas lives and exists to kill Jewish people. Whether they're over a thousand Jewish civilians have died, and um, like I say, that's far more proportionally than we suffered nine eleven, and. Hamas exists to kill Jews, but Iran was undoubtedly the nation that planned and executed this strategy because Hamas would not have anywhere near the ability to do something like that in terms of planning and execution. But Iran does have that ability, um and they have uh you know they are the leading spon- state sponsor of terror in the entire world and has been declared so by our country. And until – I would hate to – I would love to see a two-state solution. I would love to see peace in the Middle East. I really think that this is never going to happen until – and I hate to say it, but um, as much as I dislike Trump, he's right about one thing. We need to eliminate the uh, terrorists in Iran and probably uh, take out a great deal of their oil fields and other things they consider valuable in order to make sure that they are helpless. And um, if we don't take out Iran in that sense, I hate to see innocent Iran civilians die. I don't like to see that at all. And, you know, i met some terrific people from Iran, but it's nevertheless Go Iran ahead. is the is the big problem we face. That's what it boils down to. Okay, okay. thanks a
1: lot. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. Let's go to Ann out in the county. <laughs> Hi, Ann.
7: Hi. <clears throat> I haven't listened for a long time, and today I just tuned in. First of all, who did the Gaza-Palestinian people vote for? Is it 2005 or 2006? Who did they vote for? I think it was 2006. I, I remember that. Um They voted for Hamas to be their governing body. Mm -hmm. When you vote for a terrorist group to manage your government, what do you think is going to happen? So who's at fault? It's the Palestinian that voted in a terrorist group to be their government. So they're at fault. It's on their heads. And, yes, there's people there that don't deserve to be. You know, maligned and killed, and but anyway, people, well. I, I I am so at a loss for words here in this country. Students and people protesting in favor of Hamas and the Palestinians. You know, how could you support someone? Hamas is out to kill, and they kill Jews, but they will kill anyone. It's a murderous group. They will kill anyone. So, why are you supporting? And then just today, somebody told me, Hezbollah and BLM. BLM said way back they want to kill everybody that's white. And yet in downtown Bellingham are flags and people with things in their doors.
1: I don't remember Black Lives Matter saying they wanted to kill all white people. Yes,
7: this is back in. This man was telling me uh, back. Okay. I think before COVID, this was when BLM was raging around the countryside, destroying downtown areas. Why do we have people here supporting BLM? They want to kill anybody. They will even kill minorities. It's, a, okay. it's another radical group. These people, they're terrorists.
1: Okay, all right, and I don't recall the call from uh, Black Lives Matter, and that, and that they they were active. Yeah, if you think back, uh, 2016, even in that uh, during that election. Uh, but uh, I don't remember the call to uh, basically kill all white people. Um, but there we have it. That's the uh, last word we have today. But we'll be back tomorrow. We got a couple of folks we didn't get to. Uh, Michael and Tim, so call us tomorrow at four, and uh, we hope to hear from you as well on Friday here on KJ Mike and X.